and welcome to HopeForMe.Live. We're a new national counseling ministry uh, called by God to bring healing to the nations. We do that through counseling and through the Word of God and mixing the pastoral and the counseling together so you can have really the full vision of uh, the type of healing and truth that you need in your life. A reminder, you can go to HopeForMe.Live on the website to get all the information that you could ever imagine about the ministry. The number is 657-HAPPY-ME. If you need to contact us, we're available, and all we need to do is get your call. And remember, the counseling is always free of charge. Today, Angie, we're going to talk about lacking identity, which leads to chaos. Yeah. Gee, that's fun to talk about. <laughs> chaos. Just gone through two years of COVID chaos. Right. And of course, there. I think there was a lot more mental health struggles during those two years. I mean, mm-hmm. we still have COVID, but it's not at the same level um, as it was before. So things are getting back to normal, but there's still a lot of chaos in people's lives. And a lot of people don't understand why their lives are in chaos. And you're saying that sometimes, oftentimes, it's because of a lack of identity. Right. Especially today, we're seeing it more and more <clears throat> from the counseling chair and from the phone calls where when, when people are having struggles and we trace it, we trace it back. Okay. Where, where, where is it coming from? Um, where are you at your, in your life? What do you want out of life? These are kind of questions we go down that road to, to try to figure out what's going on. And more and more, we're realizing that people are just really lacking a sense of identity. They really don't know who they are and what they want. And that's kind of the definition of identity. Who Mm -hmm. are you? Right. In scripture, it's very clear. A lot of people in church and pastors deal with this on a daily basis is people don't understand their identity in Christ. Right. And because they don't understand that identity in Christ, they, they, they can never live that, that peaceful, joyful, freedom filled life because they don't understand who they are in Christ. Right, and I think it's important to understand that we were created for purpose. We are created to live in purpose, and God has created purpose in us. So therefore, if we don't know who we are, then we don't know what our purpose is. We don't know how to move forward in purpose. So it, it, it what ends up happening, you kind of feel lost or wandering and not knowing what you're supposed to be doing in life in general. So. Um, so identity is extremely important. So the, the connection between identity and purpose is very strong. People have to have a reason to live. That's what right. purpose means. Right. What, what's the reason? Why am I here? Right. Without that, there's so little um, push for us to do anything in life. Right. You know, you, we got to have a reason. There, there needs to be something spelled out for us. And understanding who we are, why we were created, oh, it's just huge. It is. It really is. And, you know, a lot of people, if you, you know, why are you getting out of bed in the morning? You know, what's there to do? Yes, maybe you have to go to work or, you know, you have to be able to survive and eat and all those kinds of things. But over time, just kind of robotically doing these things to survive life can become very difficult and emotionally difficult and frustrating. So to have purpose and to know who you are um, is is going to change all that and give mm-hmm. you some good perspective. You know, I was thinking, you know, a lot of people when they retire, they lose purpose. Right. They lose identity. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people who get into a complete dead-end job and they feel like they're spinning on that wheel like a hamster lose purpose. They lose identity. Right. Because things... I mean, they're, they're not moving forward into something. Mm-hmm. And because they don't feel like they're moving forward into something, 
that's when the chaos begins. Right, right. So a sense of belonging is a major human desire, and without a solid sense of identity, it's going to be difficult to determine that belonging. Right, right. Everybody wants to belong uh-huh. in some way, shape, or form. You want to feel, okay, I belong here. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. It's just in us, and it and it drives so many people. Where do I belong? It's an important um, human desire. And so identity really plays into that sense of belonging. Um, that's how you're going to know where you belong, is identifying who you are, what you're made of, what your gifts, what your talents are. Um, those kinds of things will open that door to belonging that you're so longing for. Yeah, that belonging that you're talking about, you know, in, in the New Testament, we call that fellowship. Mm-hmm. It was seen right at the beginning of time when, when um, Adam, God said it wasn't good. He was alone. Right. He didn't belong. Right. He needed to belong. And so the Bible says that Adam was given a helpmate, Eve. Uh-huh. And then he had that sense of identity and belonging. Right. There was someone to stand alongside him, someone to fellowship with. And when we don't have that, then um, dark, dark things happen. Right, right. Um, feeling like we belong is, is can be very empowering. Mm-hmm. Or it could be very um, uh, hard, difficult. It could lead to, if you're lacking that belonging, it could lead to that isolation, that depression, anxiety, th- those kinds of things. And so that sense of belonging is going to be really, really important to, to us and in our, in our mental health and emotional health. So you say that if you don't have that, that identity, it, 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 don't, it not only opens the door uh, of chaos in your life, but also confusion. Right. Like I had said earlier, there's that feeling of um, kind of being lost or uh-huh. just wandering in this world. Where do I belong? What am I supposed to be doing? Um, it, it, it can be very confusing and frustrating. Mm. So you have some examples. You have five of them here. So mm-hmm. let's start with number one. Okay. Um, yeah. So not knowing who you are, you can be easily swayed to becoming what others want you to be. So you're much more likely to be swayed by peer pressure. Right, peer pressure or just when you don't really know and you're looking for identity, you might attach yourself to other people's identities. Or they might say, well, I want you to be this way. I want you to be that way. And okay, why not? I don't have anything else going on for me. So it's kind of like a a false sense of identity. It's a stealing of your own because you were made with your own personal identity. And people love to control other people. So you're going to open yourself up to evil because there's... They're everywhere. There are people who want to control you because that's their identity. Right. They want to control you because when, when people can control other people, that's even more important than money to a lot of people is that right. power. Right, right. And that's who they're going to be targeting. Those people who need to control are going to be looking for those people who just kind of don't know what they're doing with their life. And, and oh, great, I'll, I'll move right in there and I'll tell them exactly what to do. And number two, you're, you're more likely to live uh, an aimless life. Right. Just no direction. Right, where you're just kind of waking up and, and doing what you have to do, not necessarily even what you want to do because you're not even sure about that. So 
you know, of course you have to eat, so that's going to drive you to work and and make money, and you have to do your laundry because you can't be in dirty clothes. But those are just the basics you're living by. You're not living outside of any of that. Well, without the identity, without the purpose, you don't have a goal. Right. And if you don't have a goal, you're going to be aimless because you're not moving towards right. something. Right, yeah. All right, number three, relationships can become confusing and very surfacy. There's right. not going to be any depth to them. Right. You, you, in order to have those deep relationships, you really do have to know who you are, what you want. Mm-hmm. Um, or do you match with this person that do you want the same things or do you want different things? If you can't determine that, you're going to keep that relationship very surface. Um, you can become fearful to go deep in those relationships because you're not even sure if that's who you are, or what you want out of life. So those can be difficult to maintain. Relationships can be difficult with no with no um, sense of identity. Number four, life controls you instead of you controlling life. Right. So so now you're just positioned to just let circumstances come your way. You you're more likely to be a victim to have hard things happen. Because you have not set those goals. You don't know what your purpose is. You don't know what you're doing with your life. Um, and, and chances are you haven't set boundaries either. Um, and so life is just coming at you and you're just allowing it to happen to you instead of making a plan, deciding who you are and what you want out of life. And then you're controlling how life happens. So folks, it's, it's not that hard to understand. If you lack identity, you're going to lack purpose. And then when you lack purpose, you're not going to be able to take whatever is happening in life and turn it into your favor. Right. And it's going to control you and you're not going to have a sense of any direction. You'll be aimless and you won't have that sense of direction to understand what you need to do. Mm -hmm. Therefore, life controls you. You don't control life. And the fact is, come on, there are times when we can't control the things around us, but we can control our reactions but a lot of times people who are lacking identity can't control their reactions and that's when we go into darkness and chaos. Right, right. That's absolutely true. Um, yeah, so so it's going to be important for us to to understand who we are or else, you know, we don't even know where which way life is going to go. And what, let's be honest, wouldn't it be better to be able to have at least a little bit of understanding where we're going in life so that it's we're not getting smacked around by it, mm-hmm. you know, but to be able to to plan accordingly and, and know what we're doing and where we're going. So you're lacking direction, then you're going to feel lost and that's going to create social, mental and emotional issues. Right, right. It, it can a lot of people that suffer with depression, um, we can trace it back to just them not ha- knowing who they are or what they're doing. It makes them feel less than. It makes them feel worthless, having mm-hmm. no purpose. Um, then they just end up isolating and staying away from people because of their shame for not having that purpose. So it can spiral into all different kinds of emotional brokenness. So it's important, folks, that that people, we, we examine our lives. We don't just, you know, just go day by day without thinking about these things. We need to examine your life. You need to. To, to discover your identity, to understand where maybe you've lost your identity. And there's four specific areas that you want to examine. They're spiritual, mental, emotional, and physical. So let's start with the spiritual. And I think this is always the biggest. And that is what is your belief system? Who are you in Christ if you claim to be a Christian? Right. So, so these as you examine these four areas. So, so yes, you're you're examining. You're looking at. You're going introspective. You're trying to discover just who you are at the very core. And spirituality is, is really important to a lot of people. Um, so, spiritually, 
what yeah what is your belief system what do you think about god what do you believe in um who does god say you are uh-huh. is is another good question to be asking who does god say i am yes if my belief system is in the bible if my belief system is god then then i also need to know what god thinks of me who i am in him last night i watched the 10 commandments very long movie very good movie and i remember in particular pharaoh um and then his son later in the movie when he had a son and his son was always by his side and his son felt strong his son felt powerful his son kicked moses once you know in the movie but his son knew his identity his son knew that he was the son of the pharaoh right spirituality 101 christianity 101 we are sons and daughters of the king right just grasping that and believing that whoo a lot of the chaos is just gone right that's a whole lot of identity Uh, god is very clear about what he thinks of us who Mm -hmm. we are what we were made for yeah he gives us tons of purpose i mean if we're really looking for identity that's that's definitely the first place to start is is to just discover that in general who we are as as, as children of god yeah. um and then also of course the different gifts that he's given us mm-hmm. that he desires for us to use in this world to call others towards him but also how do you express your spirituality how do you express that once you know who you are and what you believe then how are you expressing that to others that also can identify you um your expressions of of who you are in the spirit Number two is mental. What is your perspective about life in general? How do you process life's issues? What things interest you? Right. So you're going to go down that road and ask yourself these questions because Mm -hmm. those will begin to carve out, you know, who you are. It'll give you that sense of identity, the way you think, the way you process things, um, the things that are important to you, what interests you, what, what are the things you find yourself thinking about and studying um, th- th- those will help form and shape your identity as well. And I think it's under important to understand, folks, that biblically, when you understand the spiritual and then when you seek out the um, Spirit of God and, and the Holy Spirit and Jesus, His Son, when you, when you seek these things out, um, He transforms your mind, is what the Bible says. Mm-hmm. So he, if He transforms your mind, He's going to change the way you think about those questions. Right. What's your perspective? How do you process things? You know, what things interest you? Right. These things change. Three, emotionally. Yeah, yeah. So it's so some good questions to ask yourself emotionally will help you kind of form and shape your identity. Or what are the things that make you happy or sad? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, to really look at that. Like, what, what does make me happy in life? What, what are the things that stir my heart? What are the things that kind of devastate me or destroy? I'm a big justice person, so justice can make me very happy or it can make me very sad. Sure. Because it's or very angry. Right. So it's important. So like I've just identified myself as a justice person. That's something I know about myself and Mm. what I can determine, which means is going to kind of navigate. It's going to help me navigate the things I want to be involved in in my life. Mm -hmm. That's given me identity. So uh, what inspires you? What brings you fear? You know, if you answer those questions, those are going to be very telling as to what who you are and, and, and again, what stirs your heart and, and what things you're going to want to stay away from mm-hmm. that will not help you emotionally. 
And how do you deal with your emotions? How do you process? Are you a person that shuts them down? Are you a person that dives in and works through them? How do you handle that? How do you um, relay your emotions to other people? That's all part of your identity as well. And a lot of the emotional really stems from the spiritual and mental, meaning you get the spiritual and mental right. The emotion tends to follow that. Right, right. Yeah. All right. And then number four is physically. What roles do you play in society? Right. Yeah, so basically, so so for instance, um, in your in in my household, I was a daughter and I was a sister and I was the oldest sister, so that actually became you know a huge part of my identity. I mm -hmm. I kind of became a mom figure to my younger siblings and and I took that role very seriously, um, and 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 I got great joy out of it. Sometimes it wasn't joyful, <laughs> other mm, times it yeah. was. But it was my position. It was who I knew who I was in that. And that role was your purpose. That was it. Brought a lot of yeah. purpose for sure, and it made me feel good about helping out in the family and and being that daughter to my mother and and having that relationship. You know that kind of thing. So it's important to understand your roles. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if you're a husband or a wife, or you know, um, those kinds of things bring a lot of purpose and identity to your heart for sure. Number two on the physical are the activities that you enjoy. I know for me, about two weeks ago, I pulled my shoulder out. I've been playing tennis since I was in high school. Right. And I'm in my my 50s and um you know i'm miserable i mean i i can't play you know I, eventually i'll get to play again but you know part of my identity is i am a tennis player right i played in college right. i'm a trained athlete now right. of course i'm in my 50s so you know i just say that stuff but but the fact is is that is part of my identity and right. it hurts when i lose it Right, right. It becomes very, very important. I mean, you're not, it's part of your identity as a tennis player, but you're also of what you've come to understand is you're extremely competitive. Right. As well. You don't like to just play tennis, you like to compete in tennis. And that's. I like to pound my opponent <laughs> into the pavement until they weep. Those are all important so that's aspects. That's the competitive side of me. But that's all important aspects of your identity and who you are. People know, okay, John plays tennis and he's competitive. If I want to compete, that's the guy I go to. If I don't want to compete, I stay, stay away, away from, from him. him. <laughs> yes, we, we finished each other's sentences. And then finally on the physical is your physical appearance and how important that is to you, how people see you. Right. That is actually a major part of a person's identity. I don't think it should be. I think it should be well-rounded, but typically it is we it becomes, live in that kind of society it becomes a huge focal point and how you feel about that physical appearance can really affect how you move through life and how you mm -hmm. relate to other people and, and in your relationships so that is something you're going to have to define for yourself and, mm -hmm. and what that looks like and and how to um you know look at that ident identity wisely and adjust accordingly all right so once we begin to understand who we are we're going to examine these four areas we will begin to express our identities to others and we're going to stamp out in areas where we find that we're belonging right right it's it really is that simple identity can be very scary to people like i don't know who i am and i don't want to get trapped in one way or another um, we're talking about the things that just that are inside of you already. You mm -hmm. don't have to, okay, I'm going to be this way or that way. What you're doing is you're doing, you're going on a journey of self-discovery. It's mm -hmm. already in there. You're just looking for it and bringing it out so that you can be strong in that identity and know exactly where you belong. I think personally that the biggest mistake people make is that they allow the culture and society to identify who they are right. instead of allowing, um, scripture 
and the God who created us to inform us who we are. Right. And when we allow the culture and society to identify us and group us into whatever group they want to put us in, then we are giving these people control over our life and very, very likely creating chaos that doesn't need to be created. Right. All right, folks, thank you so much, Angie. We appreciate it. A reminder, thank you're you. listening to HopeForMe.Live. Go to the website at HopeForMe.Live to get more information about the ministry. And if you do need counseling assistance, we are here free of charge at 657-HAPPY-MEETING.